going on, everyone? Welcome back to Not So Pro Football Talk. It's game day, dude. It's freaking game day. The Niners are playing today. We're playing against the LA Rams. If we win, we are first in the division. We ate out, baby. This is us. It's Niner Nation right here, man. I'm excited. I wish this was a Niner podcast right now uh, because I could go on and on and hype you guys up. Uh, I'm trying to hype myself up because there's a chance where I might be depressed Jay tonight, but um, <laughs> a lot has happened this past week and I cannot wait for tomorrow for fantasy football talk. Cause there's a lot of injuries that went down once again, and there's a lot to talk about a lot of people to add to the waiver wire. I got a few people that I need to shout out, but I will shout you guys out tomorrow uh, just for using the NSP fantasy football services, whether it be listening to the podcast, whether it be asking us questions and DMing us or whether it be uh, taking in our fantasy football tip sheet, which that is brand new. And we're, we're kicking that off. It's a, it's like a weekly thing. It's pretty cool. We'll explain more about tomorrow. Uh, but today we're going to talk about QBs, uh, more so of Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott. But we're going to get into that a little bit later on. We want to kick kick this video off with Tua since that was the first game that happened in week four. Tua Tagovailoa, unfortunate news, man. He gets another concussion. You know, he another head injury. That one looked pretty bad. He got snapped to the floor, back of the head. And now some concussion experts are saying that he might have some permanent brain damage. Ooh. That's that's pretty rough. Uh, you know, if you don't know about Tua, he he he, uh, he got a, a huge injury in college and uh, he had to enter the draft that way. He fortunately enough got drafted by the Miami Dolphins, didn't know what he was going to pan out to be first year, uh, didn't look so hot. And now he's starting to get his groove on with such a solidified team and a great head coach and unfortunate, you know, injuries are happening to the worst part of your body, which is your head. And now it looks like this might be a career-ending injury. Um, could be. You know, he is definitely out next week. But uh, there's a lot going on there. You know, even to the point where talks are saying that everyone in that organization will be sued and fired. What do you guys have to say about this? Um, when I heard that he was ruled out today um, on a Monday for a Sunday game, I was like, either they're being very, very cautious just because of the whole like news media, like attacking them for uh, having him start on a short week on a Thursday after getting a potential concussion. We'll have to see what the investigation says, but to be ruled out on a Monday, I'm very, very concerned for uh, Tua right now. Um, that's scary. I've never heard of anybody getting ruled out that early for a game for a concussion. Um, I, I really hope that he's able to come back from this and be uh, the two that we've been seeing this year uh, because he's been incredible. Um, but it's very, very scary. And uh, whoever is like, whoever was uh, involved in all this and um, potentially knew that Tua wasn't okay to play um, needs to be fired, needs to be fined. Um, it, it's, it's really, really bad. They've already uh, fired the independent neurologist who, uh, 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 did that test with Tua? Uh, test we will have to see. Um, but that, from what I, my my understanding so far, they only fired him uh, because during the investigation he was not being cooperative. So there's no hmm. uh, definite uh, answer as far as uh, was he guilty uh, of not doing the full test as to what the NFL and the NFLPA wants him to do. Um, I hope they figure out the truth to all this. I've heard that we'll find out sometime next week their findings. 
Um, but if there is some type of cover up that there was happening of like let's push out Tua, um, there's gonna be a hell to pay. There's gonna be a hell to pay. Yeah, man, I agree. Uh, I have some some little rules here of why they have those neurological consultants. Uh, there is one on each side of the sideline, so each team has their own. Uh, so it's not something that the NFL takes care of. These guys are hired by the teams, and they help out with the team doctor to make sure that these head injuries are not uh, extreme, you know, to make sure they do all the proper tests and make sure all the precautions are taken. And this guy did not do that. So there's a little quote here. It says, this is uh, by what the protocol, the NFL protocol says. It says, for the avoidance of doubt, the responsibility for the diagnosis of concussions and the decision to return a player to a game remains exclusively within the professional judgment of the head team physician and the team physician assigned to uh, manageable TBIs, which are traumatic brain injuries. Uh, so it's not only this consulting guy who is responsible, it's also the team doctor. So I'm, just like Reed said, I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens here just because right now in my schooling, we're going over TBIs and it's going to be pretty interesting to find out how the NFL handles this because TBIs are very, very dangerous. And just like Reed and AJ said, this could be something lifelong for Tua. Yeah, I mean, hopefully everything turns out. But, I mean, they said it before the game started. Tua suffered a concussion uh, that that week three game. And then four days later, he's back on the field. Now, if he suffers another concussion, uh, things could be really bad. And that's exactly what happened. Really, no one has any information except for Tua, family, and the club. Uh, so we don't have anything to release just yet. But as soon as we hear something, you know we're going to be tweeting out. We're going to be going live. All that good jazz. Um yeah, hopefully he's all right. Uh, hopefully the uh, Dolphins can bounce back. Uh, I know they got was uh, Teddy Bridgewater out there. Uh, he didn't look too bad. He looked a little rusty, but I feel like they'll catch some fire. Um, Israel, he's ready for some Cowboy talk, which we're going to get into right freaking now. Uh, Nestor Mena says, hello. Thank you so much for joining the live stream, Nestor. Appreciate you. Uh, Mondo says, let's go Niners. Hey, full on Niners, man. Uh, they're going to they're gonna get it tonight. Jimmy G is going to look you know, just as good as he looks. Um, but one, one could hope. Uh, so let's get into Cowboy talk, you guys. Cooper Rush, he's done something that no one in the Cowboys organization has ever done, and that is he's gone four and oh as a starting QB. Now, Dak Prescott's getting healthy, okay? It wasn't that four week span that that Dr. Jones was talking about, okay? It took a little bit longer, and we it's still unclear if Dak Prescott will be healthy enough to start. Uh, for the LA against the LA Rams in week five. Now, if he is healthy enough, do we should they rush Dak back or should they keep Cooper Rush, who is just red hot right now, especially with a team that's getting healthy? We saw Michael Gallup there last week, he even got a touchdown. He, he they're looking good, defense looking great. What do you do if you're the Cowboys? You, you bring back your franchise quarterback or, or you, you stay hot with Cooper Rush? Um, you definitely eventually bring Dak back. Um, at the end of the day, you paid Dak to be your starting quarterback. Uh, you don't make the choice of, especially right now after an injury, to start somebody else that has been his backup while he's been out due to injury. You don't do that. That's not good um, managing your team. That's just it's not it's not good. 
uh, will not look good if they try to do that. So eventually you do need to bring Dak back. Now, do you rush him back? Absolutely not. You paid him a lot of money. And if yeah. he gets hurt again, you're just wasting a lot of money. Um, and you just it's just not very smart. Uh, Israel says keep rush. Keep rush for now, Israel. All right. Dak, you paid him a lot of money. All right. Um, I think Rush has been playing amazing. Uh, he's played very, very well. He's not turned the ball over once in these three games. That's the biggest thing. I mean, you bring in a backup quarterback, oh, you're thinking, oh, like he's going to throw some interceptions. There could be bad decisions, stuff like that. So far, he, nobody has caught an interception off of him. That is very, very impressive, and that's one of the big reasons why they've been able to w- win these games. Um, you need to take the time so Dak comes 100% uh, back Um if you bring him back any sooner, there's just some complications that could happen. If he's 100, percent he's like 100 percent back uh, ready, then yeah, bring him back this week. You'll be fine. Everything's good. But if he isn't, uh, you need to wait. Just play with Rush a little bit longer, and then bring Dak back. All right. Ooh, that's the perfect thing right there. If it's not broken, leave it alone. Got him on my mind. Yeah, is man. Dad or something? <laughs> he just might be, you know. Hmm. Uh, but here's what I want to say about Cooper Rush. Uh, Reed brings up the topic that he has uh, zero interceptions, uh, but right now his QBR rating is 95.9. And last year, Dax was 104.2, but with the whole season. Uh, so that's the only reason I think they're going to bring Dak back before he's ready because of what he did last year. He had 4,000, about 4,500 yards passing. 37 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Uh, but right now, Cooper Rush only has four touchdowns, zero interceptions. I don't think that Jerry Jones is happy enough with that. Even though they are winning, you know Jerry Jones wants to have the best of the best out there. He wants to make sure that they're firing on all cylinders. And, of course, that's going to be with Dak. Uh, we got Pete here. He says, how about them Cowboys? I got to bring Dak back. He'll be fine. People are forgetting how good Dak can be. And that's exactly what I'm saying, Pete. Uh Dak was good last year, and I, I can't say that he wasn't. But that whole offense and defensive scheme that they had last year is totally different than what they have now. A lot of guys are injured. A lot of guys left. They're on different football teams. So the Cowboys aren't exactly what they were last year. But I think that Dak can be similar to what he was last year. So Pete also says our offense hasn't been great either way. And that's true. But with Dak and his injury, I don't think they get that much better. So – uh. In my opinion, I think I agree with Reed. I think they bring uh, ease Dak back into the lineup, maybe week seven, week eight, because right now they're ahead of the chains. We did the the Cowboys prediction, their schedule prediction, and we didn't have them winning this many games this, at, at this nope. point in the season. Not nope. even close. We thought that they were going to lose to the Bengals. We thought that they were going to lose to the Giants. We thought maybe they could beat the Commanders, but they freaking – killed him <laughs> so yeah. didn't believe in rush you know wasn't very high on him and yeah. you, you said it you know he, he looked good last year but a lot of people look good last year jimmy sure. g looked good last year you know you saw him play out there last week did he look good no 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 even though he has a great offense they look that great uh mario rodriguez appreciate you sh- uh joining us man appreciate you joining us live says rush has earned his spot as qb1 if you ask me i think he's earned a lot I think he's earned a lot of respect from the teammates as well. They're calling him Cooper Clutch. And <laughs> if you got teammates calling you Cooper Clutch while your, your starting quarterback's injured, I get it. You know, you're supporting your backup. He's doing great. 
but he's doing something that no one has ever done in Cowboys franchise history. Now, this is what I like. Okay. I want to go back to all these other comments because I got a comment for each and every one of you guys, starting <laughs> with this guy right here. He says, keep rush. That's funny because you told, uh, you told me that if you're a Niners fan, you should keep Jimmy G instead of Trey Lance. Don't, don't fall for the new toy. Uh, so I just want to keep that in mind. Uh, this guy right here is like, he's my father. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I, I reworded it a little bit. So I like that. Um, but what I what I like about Cooper Rush compared to Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott has shown a lot of promise. He's done great. That's why he's got paid a lot, right? But he's like a roller coaster of a quarterback. You know, he does great, you know, bad games, great, bad games, great, bad games. What Cooper Rush does, what he brings to the table is that he is a consistent quarterback. He is consistently the same uh, on that offense. And if you know me about fantasy, consistency is key. You know what you're going to get from Cooper Rush. You know how bad he's going to get right now, right? You know how good he's going to get. He could show flashes, but he is consistently the same. And that looks like it's working out for the Cowboys. They're consistently getting, you know, the, the yards they need. Not too many big splash plays. They're, they're involved with the run game. Now, you saw it last week. Both Zeke and Pollard looked equal. You know, Zeke looked like an RB1 last week. You know, what can you do instead of Pollard uh, taking the whole whole deal for them? Um, Pete says he had them going 17-0 so far. I'm more accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you guys are 100% right, though. That is Dak's position. I don't like the whole deal where starting quarterback gets injured. He loses his job because the backup has, has great flashes. You know, I lived through it way too many times as a Niners fan. You got to keep Dak and he's going to be the starting quarterback because he is the leader of that team. Now, if you sit him over Cooper rush, it's going to cause a stir in the locker room. Okay. Might, might not, but I think it will be. Um, and also, just for him to get 100% healthy. You don't want him to get cleared by the doctors, you know, be, have him 85, 90, 95% ready to go and just throw him out there to the wolves, especially next week against Los Angeles, a good team. And I will admit their defense ain't as strong as it was last year, but it's still a good defense. Um, don't talk to me right now. It says keep Jimmy. Don't talk to me right now. We had this talk earlier today and last week. Uh, but no, I like the way the Cowboys are going. And now... Jerry Jones has done it again. He is sitting on a lump sum of money. Now you have a guy named Cooper Rush who has proven that he could win games in the NFL. The value on that guy has skyrocketed and is open for trade. It's open for trade. I mean, it's great to have the, that, that backup on your team, but we've seen what Ben Zanucci has. Not bad. I think it's very similar to Cooper Rush, what he can do. <laughs> But if a team loses their franchise quarterback, a starting quarterback, or a team gets desperate, for example, if, if Jimmy G gets hurt, who else do we have? Kurt we want to get Kurt. Kurt, Kurt <laughs> yeah, okay. We also Kurt have Brock Banker. Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. I, I, I get that. But we have a competing team, a stellar defense, and we want to compete. We want to continue to compete. We're not here to develop someone who we don't think is going to be our franchise QB. Why not get someone like Cooper Rush? who's proven they could do it. You know, y'all agree there? I, I do not. Okay. Uh, the only reason I don't is because I think Jerry Jones does have a little bit of loyalty. Uh, he has liked Cooper Rush for the past five years. And that's why he's been with the Cowboys for the past five years. Ben DiNucci, in my opinion, during last year's uh, little stint when they were on Hard Knocks, I think Ben DiNucci and Cooper Rush were very, very even. Uh, ben DiNucci started to come up and play a little bit better towards the end, but they kept Cooper Rush. 
And that's because they have loyalty to Cooper Rush. They know what Cooper Rush can do when Dak goes down or when Tony Romo went down when he played with them. Uh, you know, Cooper Rush was always there, and he was always trying to be that reliable guy. And that's why I think that even if they do get some trade offers or something, when someone's quarterback does go down, I think that Jerry Jones will nip it in the butt and say nope. Unless you're giving me two first rounders, <laughs> something. Like oh, that. I don't know about two first rounders. Yeah, like he's he's gonna have to have like a super high asking price because I think he really likes Cooper Rush. Honestly, he will make the trade if they offered him a second rounder. Um, oh uh, my! Put, put this comment on. Put it on. Here's what I want to tell you, Israel. Oh, jeez. Geno Smith has been doing better than both of your quarterbacks if you combine them. So. uh that that my friend i'm bringing oh, back oh you can't say stat down the show man <laughs> we, we're an anti-stat that show <laughs> uh, israel just playing out says no sir hey man um, that's it's a little bit of ignorance right there go look yeah, at the stats. it really is he said i take greer over nucci really Ooh, really ben denucci dude ben denucci i love seeing him in hard knocks i think he's a great guy um but yeah uh, going into next week I still don't believe um, Dak Prescott would be 100% healthy. That's uh, a serious uh, injury. It might not seem big, but having a thumb injury, uh, that is pretty big, especially after having surgery. Get him in shape. You know, Maybe you want to throw him in there for a couple of reps during the game, but ease him into it. Okay, Ease him into it because he is going to have that rust. I'm not going to say that he can't play to his fullest potential. I'm just saying that he's not going to look as good as he did when he started off the season because he's been out for how long now? Five weeks now? Yeah. Going on five mm-hmm. weeks. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty big. Uh, bring him back for the Eagles game. Now, that would be something, huh? But oh. do you want to risk that, though? Do you want to risk bringing back Dak Prescott while your team is hot against a, a hot team in your division who is undefeated, who might just be undefeated when you all play them? That's huge. That mm-hmm. That is a – that's a – I can't wait it, for that it, game. If you the boost that you need to beat them. Or it could completely cripple you and you don't have a chance. <laughs> yep. Very true. Very true. But speaking about boost to help win a game, you guys, something happened, which I predicted in the preseason. The Pittsburgh Steelers went ahead and sat down Mitch Trubisky and threw in Kenny Pickett. And the crowd stands up. They start cheering. They get into it. The team catches a spark, but they still lose the game. Now, it is looking like they're going to be moving forward with Kenny Pickett into the, the future for the rest of the season. I agree with there. I didn't think Mr. Trubisky could cut it out. I thought he was going to be set down by week six. Uh, we're heading into week five, and now it's Kenny Pickett time. Ah, close enough for me. Uh, but do you guys agree there? Or do you think Mike Tomlin just gave in to the fans, gave in to the media, wanted to keep people happy, and threw Pickett in? Uh, I would never say that about Mike Tomlin. Um, Mike Tomlin is a good head coach who makes good decisions uh, based on what he thinks and what he sees. Um, now, I, I, I'm i kind of impartial about the decision to um, sit Mr. Trubisky. I don't think he's played absolutely horrible. He's only thrown two, big, two picks on the year, which is not bad for four games. Um, but at the, on the other hand, Pickett looked good when he came in. Uh, he did throw, what was it, three picks or two? It was three, I think. Three. 
three picks. He threw two touchdowns, right? Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Um, and from what I've heard and, and I saw that when he came in, there was like this new like sense of urgency and energy that came in when Pickett uh, came into the game. So I think a lot of the people in the locker room respect Pickett. So maybe that's why he ultimately decided to bring Pickett in to the, uh, the game. Um, but maybe there's just a lack of confidence in Mr. Trubisky, but I think it was a little premature. Um, but who knows? I might be wrong. I think you should let uh, these rookie quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks sit for a little bit, let them learn, uh, get, get them up to NFL speed because he did throw three picks. Um, they, he brought them into the game, but also potentially lost in the game. Um, but he's young. He's going to have these growing pains. He's going to make mistakes. Uh, if they want to stick it out with him, uh, you're gonna have to wait for two or three years for this guy to be really, really good, in my opinion. Yeah, Mario Rodriguez says, "Gotta, gotta get Najee more involved. 18 rushes for 74 yards is not it." I'm nope. guessing you have him in fantasy, my friend. Uh, well, you see, they're not using Najee what he's supposed to be used for. Najee is a pass catching back, and he's probably one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league, as a pass catching back. And I, I get it with the transition from Mitch Trubisky or from really Big Ben to Mr. Trubisky, now to Kenny Pickett. Could be a little frustrating. You're still trying to find your groove offensively. And I do think this upcoming week, they're going to have a certain play style for Kenny Pickett to make it simple, QB friendly. And I do feel like Najee Harris will get a lot more involved in the offense, not just for rushing, but for a lot of uh, targets as well. Um, so stay calm, my friend. I think Najee will get his way. Uh, Harris has a knee injury. It, uh, Najee Harris, I guess he's talking about Najee Harris. Yeah, he has a slight injury. He's been dealing with injury all season long, ever since he started. It hasn't really been. Uh, uh, I forgot what I called it. What was it called? Uh, it was something we, we talked about a week one for fantasy yeah. football. Some, um, something in his heel. Uh, to, uh, toe turf? No, uh, not not toe turf. I forgot what it was, but it's something that's going to last the whole season, and it's just going to bother him from week to week. And it's just how strong can he be to get through it? Uh, but I do feel like he will get uh, through the season and, and get you a lot of points for fantasy football. They just got to get back in their groove. But yeah, using him as a sole bell cow rushing running back just. That ate it. That ate his play style, and that's not how you're going to win games from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, if you look at it, they got a they got a pretty decent offense. Uh, good offense. That O-line needs to hold up, but uh, Kenny Pickett, like you said, Rick, he did throw three picks. Two of those, you can't really put the blame on him. There were tip balls and, you know, wrong hands or whatever, but it was his first game as uh, in the NFL. So I thought he did pretty well. I liked him. Uh, good for him, but another – we'll keep on moving here – Another rookie quarterback made his debut uh, last week, and that is Bailey Zapp. Is that how you say Zapp? Zappy. 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 Uh, the guy who yeah. looks like Mac Jones, that looks like Tom Brady, whatever you want to yep. call it. They all look the same. Mm -hmm. uh, Bill Belichick has this weird thing going on. He has like some type of laboratory in the back office, and he's creating <laughs> guys. That I don't. That's how Jimmy G looks so good. I, he was created that way. Uh, but yeah, he looked a little rough in the beginning. You know, but they played simple ball. They played very simple ball. I believe he, he even threw a, a touchdown pass. He, uh, he was, what, 8 for 10, 9 for 10? 10 uh, for 15. 9 for 15, sorry. 10, uh, 10 for 15. Oh, 10 for 15. 10 for yep. 15. And he was able to keep the Patriots against the, the Packers. Against the Packers. For me, I think that's pretty big. And kudos to you because that's pretty impressive for, my, uh, for a rookie going against the Green Bay Packers. 
Uh, Josh says two catches for 11 yards. Yeah, yikes. I, I told you, I warned you guys, you know, yep. don't, don't, don't draft high and don't pay big for Johnson, Claypool, uh, uh, Priya Muth. I don't believe in Mitch. And then when, when they transition to Pickett, it's going to take a while for him to find his receiver that he likes. So I, that's why I said, don't fall for that kind of stuff, man. Um, as far as Zappi, uh, I watched the whole game because obviously it was against the Packers. Um, he did not play bad. But also, do not inflate this guy. He didn't play that good either. Uh, the Patriots just had the perfect uh, scheme for him. Uh, they were going to run the ball, and he was going to make safe passes. He was not going to uh, take risky passes. And he, he wasn't going to turn it over. They were going to be very, very smart with the ball. Uh, that's what exactly what they did. Um, their run game was very, very good. Uh, we could not stop it, even though we knew they were going to be running the ball uh, 90% of the time, basically. Um, but... He only threw for 99 yards. Didn't even hit 100 yards. Um, they were bar- terrible on third down conversions. We held them to three for 11, um, and there was just a lot of uh, three and outs. Um, but they just had a few drives that sustained. Uh, they had that pick sits that helped them out and kept them in the game. Uh, stuff like that. So he didn't play bad. Uh, I think he has a. He, I think he does have a future potentially in this league. Um, but don't overinflate him. He's not that great uh, as far as what we saw from we, Mac Jones. The, ain't that great. <laughs> Come on. He ain't, he ain't that great. You got yeah, a high man. ankle sprain. Hey, he was crying on the, the sideline, dude. That's that's Bill Belichick at the end of the day. You, you got system quarterbacks. That's all you need. You follow his system, you can win games. That's what y'all been saying, man. Guys, put in the group chat, man. Put in the chat below. Knock, snap out of it, guys. Snap out. It's, it's not the Patriots that we're so used to seeing anymore. It sucks to say, you know. It's, oh, I got, I got a message regarding me. It says, hey, AJ, I swear, Jimmy better help me out today in fantasy. I haven't started. Clearly, you haven't been watching our fantasy videos, Israel Todis. Uh, we did not mention Jimmy G. Jimmy G played his worst game of his life last year, so I would not advise anyone to pick up Jimmy G right now especially against the rams uh huge game could potentially be a, a a tight game but not until after this week would i have any upside on jimmy g um but man i hope he does good for my own mental state i hope he does good we're gonna get into that game later on but you got any comments uh concerning bailey vincent uh, i just think he's another serviceable guy i think he's gonna become possibly a backup for almost all of his career, unless uh, there's a big switch up in his learning curve uh, with the Patriots. But uh, he didn't really impress me that much. He was a serviceable guy. Uh, I did not expect uh, the Patriots to make it a game against the Packers, uh, as I said last week in our prediction. But, um, I mean, you know, the NFL impresses everyone every week, so uh, good for them. But I don't think going forward it's going to be easy sledding for them. So he didn't impress you. Uh, I think one guy did impress you last week. A guy named Geno Smith. A guy that I that everyone wrote off, but he ain't right back. That guy. What impressed you about Geno last, last week? Because honestly, I did not expect a high-scoring game like that. You called it, my man. You called it. I called it, bro. I, I just didn't expect the defenses to show up. So I will uh, say that he is doing very, very good so far. 300 yards in the past two games with two touchdowns apiece. And he actually had one rushing touchdown this week, which is very impressive. He had some wheels on him the, uh, against the Detroit Lions. Uh, but the one thing that impressed me the most was his connection with DK Metcalf. Uh, I remember in our group chat, uh, I had seen that the Lions 
were doing very, very well with their cornerback position and holding some of the number one wide receivers to very little receiving yards. Uh, and I was like, oh, make sure you sit DK. But then there was something that looked back in my mind. And I was like, no. I was like, this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think DK is going to get some good points. Uh, so that's what I'm most surprised about is Geno Smith and DK uh, really kicking it off this year. Uh, last year when Russell Wilson was hurt and Geno was in, he only had really one play. There was a big play capability with DK, and it was on a cornerback that slipped. Uh, so in my opinion, I did not think that him and DK were going to mesh very well. I thought him and Tyler Lockett were going to do very well. But uh, the thing that helped him the most was the run game. Rashad Penny went off. Uh, so in my opinion, I don't think Geno Smith is going to be playing this way a lot. But against defenses like the Lions, against the Falcons, you know, he will play very serviceable. I like it, man. Good for you. Good for Seattle. I mean. 22, baby. Hey, hey, hey the Niners better win today, AJ, because y'all going to be tight again with us. Just to just the thought of that is just <laughs> disgusting for me. It's just, <laughs> ugh. So especially how good our defense is this year. I, I mean, it's disappointing. We're going to see it tonight, and I guess this is a good time to talk about the game tonight. Are we going to have good Jimmy or are we going to have bad Jimmy? I guess that's the question of the day, right? I'm not looking forward to it. You got something to say, Reed? I think bad Jimmy. You think we're going to have bad I think, Jimmy? I think bad Jimmy. I think Trent Williams being out of for this game is really going to hurt you. You brought up during Niner Talk that your backup left tackle played really well against Aaron Donald, but it's hard for any uh, guard or left tackle or wherever to play good against Aaron Donald twice. Uh, as much as I don't like Aaron Donald as a person, he's a great football player, um, and I think he's going to have a really good game. You know what? And Vince could attest to this, and I'm probably going to jinx myself, and I really hope I don't, but I haven't jinxed myself in the past like three years. The Niners O-line played really good against Donald, and Donald, you know – he will make plays, but he's not as effective against the 49ers for, for some reason, you know. And the guy who I was talking about, uh, Niner Talk, was Colton McKivitz. Uh, so he was a starting left tackle for us last year to get into the playoffs against the Rams. And, you know, Aaron Donald was lined up against them all day long just because, you know, it was his first game in and he wanted to prove a point, whatever. We, we held up our own. Uh, I think that's going to be the biggest, uh, the biggest concern for the 49ers tonight is your O-line and how Jimmy G is going to play. Jimmy G had his worst game of his career last week. I don't think he'd get any worse than that. So, like that movie, I forgot what movie it is. I mean, if you're a rock bottom, there's only one way to go, right? That's that's up, and I hope that's the case uh, this week or tonight. But I want to hear in the chat as well, you know, let, let me know, who do you think is going to win tonight? Are we going to have the 49ers win tonight, or are we having the, uh, the pretender Rams winning? And I am going to say pretender Rams because you guys know my pick. I guess I'll start off because call it bias, call it what you want. But I got the 49ers winning. I do think there's a, there's a chance the 49ers are actually favorited uh, this game for whatever reason. They are the favorites to win this game. Uh, if we could just produce offensively, I think our defense will hold our, their own and we could have a chance to come out of this game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means on either side. I think it's going to be a close game. I got the Niners winning 21-17. Okay. Okay. I got the Rams winning 21-10. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dang, that's wild. Wow. Here's my thing. Uh, I'll extend mine a little bit just because Reed uh, shout out his uh, his 
disbelief with the 49ers and their capability to score. I think uh, they're great, but I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't think the Rams defense is uh, playing up to par like they usually are. They lost Von Miller, so that was a big thing for them. Uh, they got Bobby Wagner, but Bobby Wagner is no Von Miller right now. Uh, so I want to go over to the offensive side for the Rams. They don't have Van Jefferson anymore. He's on injured reserve. They have a guy named Ben Skoronek as their number three wide receiver. Now, I've, I've never heard of this guy. I haven't seen him in anything, so I don't know how good he is. So it's going to be up to Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson and that run game with Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. Uh, so in my opinion, it's going to be a lot closer than what we predicted when we predicted it on Saturday just because of that fact. Van Jefferson is a big piece for them. Uh, he's their big guy, uh, their big play guy. Um, so in my opinion, I think that Matthew Stafford is going to have a little bit of trouble, especially with the way that the 49ers corners have been playing and the way that that defensive line is disrupting uh, the quarterback position. So I think it's going to be a lot closer. I think it's going to come down to less than two points. Uh, I'm going 24 to 22, but it's going to be the Rams. <laughs> oh, man. It's all right. It's right. I'm getting ready, okay? Uh, that's why we're trying to end this podcast a little bit earlier tonight because I need to get these vocal cords ready. I'm going to be yelling all night long. Uh, I hope we have a decent game. Hopefully, we establish the run hard. We set the we, we set the lines, but uh, I guess we'll see. I'm excited to see. I think uh, I think we might put up a poll real quick on Twitter, see who, uh, what our thoughts are about the 49ers and, and the Rams game. Or whatnot. I know there's a lot of memes going on about Jimmy G and what he's going to do. Um, a lot of people, are, you know, this, a lot of questions uh, came out about the 49ers coming into this season. And all those questions are going to remain unanswered because of injuries. Uh, but, I mean, we'll see what happens. You guys have anything else to say before we, we log out? Just hope hope it's a good game tonight, man, because I'm, I'm in need of a, another good game. Jeez, I hope so too, man. For my own sake, to stay to stay sane. I hope it's good. If not, then people are just going to get bad fantasy advice, uh, just because I'm I'm just going to be mad all the time. Nestor, I appreciate you so much, dude. He says he has a 49ers. That guy's Frickin a G simp. right there, man. Uh, he's not a simp. He's a he's a friend. Okay. Hey, I got the Steelers next week, dude. All right, I got the okay. Steelers next week. Just for good you. luck against the Bills. <laughs> I'm holding you to that. Hey, you're you're a good friend, right, AJ? <laughs> a great friend. But if you want to see our full schedule prediction, check us out on Thursday. Uh, we're gonna do schedule predictions. We do that every week. And right this week, right now, I am 12 and three. Uh, let's see how the Niners do tonight. We'll be 12 and four. We'll be 13 and three. Uh, we will see. Pete says he has a 49ers 17 and 14. There you go, Pete. I love you, dude. Oh, I got a sticker for you next time I go down the valley. An SP sticker. Uh, but yeah, I got the Cowboys next week too, man. Yeah, for sure. I got your back. All right, guys. <laughs> but thank you all so much for joining us live. If you haven't yet, go find us on TikTok on NSP Football Talk and hit that subscribe button here on YouTube. If you're on Facebook, transition over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button. It helps out a lot. This is our information down here below. If you have any questions for us, find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify. We're all over the place. Uh, DM me. Here's my phone number. Just kidding. That's not my number. Uh, that's the wrong number. Until next time, you guys, keep on grinding.